Mobilize, personalize, optimize, and monetize your marketing and engagement efforts. Welcome to Mobile Presence. From mobile marketing and messaging to mobile commerce and coupons, and from mobile apps and websites to mobile engagement and loyalty, our hosts bring on expert guests to give you the inside track on the trends, tools, and technologies that matter most. Mobile Presence, where making your brand or business mobile first is our first priority. Now, here are your hosts, Peggy Ann Saltz and Shahab Zagari. Welcome to Mobile Presence, presented by Skywire.com. As always, bringing you the people and the companies that matter most in mobile. I'm your host, Shahab Zagari, with Skywire, a premier business and marketing technology firm that specializes in tools for the hospitality industry. And I'm Peggy Ann Saltz with Mobile Groove Media, providing strategic content marketing and custom research to increase reach and engagement. And here we are again. It's that time again. Uh, Our app show, our monthly app show. Can you believe it? Absolutely. I mean, time does fly. I have to say, however, that from what I'm seeing in sort of social media outreach and uh, response, um, everybody loves when we talk about apps all the time. But of course, uh, this show, Once a Month, is really special because it's the last show of the month and it looks at everything you need to know to market and monetize your app with success. And of course, to do this, we deep dive into experts and companies that were included also in Apponomics, the book I wrote in partnership with Inmobi, which is free to download from the Inmobi website, and we'll give you that link later on the show and also in the companion post over at the website. But of course, let me introduce our guest again and again, and also into the new year, Mahek Sharma, Head of Business Development Access, uh, Business Development Rather, Americas for Inmobi. But I would rather just say, Mahek, how about just like our app guru? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> hey guys it's great to be back again yeah i'm glad you you came back because we r- ran out of time last time we right? definitely did not have enough time to go over uh everything that uh you know you were talking about as far as monetization and tracking so it's definitely great to have you back definitely pleasure to be here so just as a little bit of a recap, I mean, it was a great show, okay, in uh, November. And for people who uh, want to go back to it, and you absolutely should because this is sort of the part two to that, it was November 26th that it went live. And uh, we looked at sort of the buckets of metrics that you really have to keep top of mind when you're just starting to think about monetization for your app. So there was, uh, um, of course, uh, basic metrics that started out with uh, monetization, Um, also looking at, uh, just have the list here, yeah, monetization, really important, and then engagement metrics, so, you know, the indications of how much time people spend in your app, and uh, then there was also virality, and uh, efficacy, or return on virality, so, I mean, it was a lot to to cover, Mahek. Would you want to summarize that in any way? No, I think broadly you, uh, you know, you're right on. I think, uh, you know, we talked about just the key buckets of metrics and really it's acquisition metrics, virality metrics, retention, engagement, and monetization. And uh, we talked about what are the best benchmarks within each. So what is a good retention metric? What is a good acquisition metrics, et cetera. And then uh, where we really stopped our conversation was uh, we wanted to get into depth of each of these and try to really understand why it's important 
important, how to measure them, what are the tools that are available out there, and we just didn't have enough time. So I think we could just pick it up from there this time. Okay. So tracking is definitely key. So what, what tools should our listeners be using? Yeah, I mean, see, tracking, um, it's really, it's a very, very crowded space, right? Uh, there's so many solutions out there, but broadly, tracking is important. And, you know, uh, gaming guys, it's really easy for game developers to really understand why tracking is important. But I've seen a new wave these days. I've seen so many non-gaming developers, so many brands, you know, the Walmarts and the Targets and the Boots of the world who are trying to get into mobile app, and they don't really understand the reasons for tracking so i mean quickly i think obviously whenever you are marketing on mobile you really the good thing about mobile compared to any other uh, you know channel is that you can really measure the performance so you can measure where your users are coming from you can measure what's the most valuable user and how do you you know how do you quantify that right Thirdly, you can actually uh, track against your campaign goals. So whatever your goal is, ultimately, whether you're tracking through registration, through um, you know installs, through purchase pings, through engagement, you could track your campaign goals against it. And then lastly, optimize against those campaign goals. So whether you're optimizing towards sales, registrations, uh, number of people listening your music on your app, or whatever have it, you can actually optimize towards that uh, you know metric using a tracking solution and you can do this across the board with multiple uh, you know tracking partners so i mean but how, how do you choose that tracking solution yeah, does it just yeah. depend on the company or the app so um i mean broadly everyone knows right uh, tracking partners uh, track with three technologies it's usually device id based fingerprinting or cookie based technology the problem with this space is that we are so dependent on what facebook or an apple decides they basically control everything right so the issue with tracking solution is that your the entire tracking ecosystem really evolves very fast so every 6 months you're going to see a new solution that's up in the market because of some you know whim of apple or facebook or you know they decide not to work with someone and that's mm-hmm. why one company goes out of business so a lot of these companies really <laughs> operate at very low margins and they are literally operating at mercy of you know a facebook or a google or an apple and that's why making a you know a decision based on just the just the tracking partner or who you're working with is not the right way to do it. But you know we have defined a few traits that you should look for whenever you're looking for the best uh, tracking solution that's out there, right? And uh, you know just to quickly go over what uh, you know what we think is the best way to ch- choose your tracking solution is um, obviously first is um, the couple of things, right? The most important utility of any tracking solution is to have great reporting uh, UI, right? So you need to be able to look at your data constantly. It should be real time. You should look, you should be able to slice and dice your data in any way possible. And that data should be consistent across different channels and how your tracking solution is really attributing that click or download to a particular channel should be something that you should understand really well, you know, because that could really change your costs a lot. So I'd like to interject them a heck. I mean, not a lot of them, not all of them do that. So it's like, really key because uh, a real-time 
easy-to-use dashboard, uh, that's really a differentiator here because there are a lot of them that fall down right there. Absolutely, absolutely. Totally agree. I mean, there is no use of a tracking solution, an analytic solution, unless you can get that data real time. Right now, there are so many solutions that are out there that there should be no reason for you to work with a tracking solution that provides you that data at a lag, you know, or has outages. So, I mean, along with reporting, hand in hand comes as service and technical infrastructure. So this one is a really difficult, um, you know, met- it's not it's not really a metric that's difficult. It's basically, it's very difficult to determine what the technical infrastructure is of a company without really working with them. So, I mean, but it's very important on a weekend if you don't know you're spending $100,000 a day and you don't know what downloads you're getting, that's a nightmare for any company. Your CFO is going to fire you right away if you don't know where that money is going. So, I mean, having a great service, uh, a good response, a good response time from whatever company that you're working with is very important. And the best way to find that out is getting feed some feedback from the market, right? You, there are, you can go on mobile growth groups, you can go on Quora, you can go on so many sources, but do your due diligence to find out how robust the technical infrastructure of any company is before you start working with them. And, um, you know, pricing is a very important, everyone takes their decisions based on pricing. Um, and I think that's great, but it's not the only way you decide a tracking solution, you know, tracking, uh, pricing, paying one or 2% extra is not that big a cost in the long term, as is you know, wasting your money with a tracking solution, which is um, not really, uh, you know, accurate in those terms. So I think we have a break coming up, and there's one last thing that we can cover after the break, um, which is about uh, measuring attribution and how do we determine who to work with uh, when we're measuring attribution with uh, tracking partners. That's great. I'd like to add something before the the break as well, Mahek, to that wish list is uh, I'd like to know how important it is now to think um, cross-device and multi-screen, you know, multi-channel, because I'm hearing so much about that in 2015. So I hope we'll cover that as well, if we get the time. (laughs) Shahab's going to take us to break, so I'll just put on my wish list for now. So again, listeners, don't go anywhere. We'll be right back with Mahek Sharma. Mobile Presence will be back after we connect you to our sponsors. When you started your business, you first listened to your professors. Now that your business is growing and gaining ground, you only seek out professionals. PPC Professionals, an industry leader for highly optimized search marketing campaigns with over 30 years of combined management experience. Our professional approach to every campaign helps you find every avenue of revenue so that you can not only stay ahead of your competitors, but get a return on your investment and increase your bottom line. PPC Professionals, personal, professional, PPC services. PPCProfessionals.com. Johnson, what's this mantis I keep hearing about? Do we need to call an exterminator? No, sir. Moby Mantis is our new SMS marketing tool. SM what? SMS. Text messaging. Moby Mantis lets us communicate directly with our customers in real time. We can send promos, coupons. It even lets our customers market for us by sharing offers with their friends online. It's been great for business. Hmm. Sounds expensive. Actually, I sign us up for an extended free trial. It hasn't cost us a dime. Good work, Johnson. I guess the only thing we'll be exterminating is the competition. To get your free extended trial of Moby Mantis, text RADIO to 21691. That's RADIO to 21691 for Moby Mantis. 
Hey, this is Danny Sullivan to talk to you about Bruce Clay Incorporated. They've made Inc. Magazine's list of growing private businesses and have exhibited and sponsored at my conferences since the very beginning. You've seen their search engine relationship chart or you've read their SEO code of ethics, seen other SEO experts, but did you know they can help you with PVC, web analytics, web design, marketing strategy, promotion, and branding? Yep, get everything you need for success in the online marketplace. You can check it out from the professionals at Bruce Clay Incorporated. For over 10 years with offices worldwide, they've got the answers you need. Check them out today at BruceClay.com. Mobilizing your marketing and engagement efforts. Welcome back to Mobile Presence, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Welcome back to Mobile Presence, presented by Skywire.com. I'm Shahab Zaghari. And I'm Peggy Ann Saltz with Mobile Groove. And again, thanks for listening in to our monthly uh, app show. Uh, and again, we do it once a month. And uh, this is actually the last time of 2014 that we're doing it. So, Mahak, thanks again for joining us. Um, yeah, let's let's hop right back into it. Sure. Um, yeah. So, so my wish list question before we before we do that. I mean, are you seeing, uh, Mahek? Because I'm hearing it so much, and you're talking with companies that are outside of just gaming app developers, you know, brands and others. Is there an interest in tracking across devices, across platforms, or is that just too far out there right now? Definitely, there's interest, Peggy. I mean, there's a lot of interest in uh, cross device or cross platform tracking. But uh, there's not enough solutions that are out there that can really solve this problem right now. Because, you know, as you probably know, there are two ways to track any uh, install. There is a probabilistic method and then there is a deterministic method. A probabilistic method is when you, you know, you guess based on a few uh, parameters that, hey, this is the best guess that I have, that this is the user that logged in on desktop and he's the same user who's coming on mobile or is, you know, on, on an iPad or a tablet. Right. And I think every solution that's out there is uh, really dependent on the probabilistic method. Right. And that's not very accurate. I mean, we for one, we haven't really been able to find a partner that is uh, very accurate in cross-platform tracking so far. Um, I know there are lots of companies that are out there that are doing it. I mean, Google claims to do it. Um, MAT is trying to do it. Um, and then there are uh, a few. Drawbridge is really claiming that they have an algorithm that can uh, – you know, trace users on each platform. But uh, from an accuracy perspective, uh, that is, um, you know, there's a lot of work that needs to be done to be able to get that uh, solution to be accurate compared to any other mobile track, uh, tracking solution. Mm-hmm. So for now, it'll remain on the wish list and hopefully uh, get off of there on 2015. Question for you, though, um, you know, what is LTV and why is it important? I mean, obviously, it's not, we're not getting a mortgage, it's not loan to value. What is LTV and why should our listeners care? Sure, yeah. I mean, um, I think uh, LTV, as you all know, right, it is when you are spending money to get a user, you need to know how much you can pay upfront for that user, right? And it's very challenging. It's not like 
the traditional uh, brick and mortar businesses that we have that hey i'm i'm earning $2000 so i can spend some 60% of it or 40% of it based on whatever our margins and other costs are so because revenue is not something that you know up front it's very difficult to really determine what should be a marketing what's what's a reasonable or viable market cost marketing cost for any user that you acquire right and i think for every developer when they start off the biggest challenge is to say hey should i spend a dollar or 2 dollars or 5 dollars on any user that i get and that's when uh, ltv started becoming a really important parameter or a metric to track and what ltv means and it's very similar to you know any uh, you know company valuation the way we do it is we project the lifetime value of a, or, or or the it's value easier. intrinsic value of any business that we have right oh. and um ltv is essentially you it's it's very similar to what through the world of finances it's a projected value it's the current value of projected cash flows right that's the basic meaning of it meaning if i get 2000 users in the next um, 6 months how much do i think am, am i going to earn back from them and it's it's really challenging to predict it when you just have three days, initially three days to 30 days to even determine what the metrics are looking like, right? So that's the biggest challenge. And the, the fundamental equation that governs every uh, mobile marketing campaign is that your CPI is always lower than your overall lifetime value of um, of the game or the users that you're getting. So uh, whatever CPI you start with has to be lower depending on whatever you know your company financials are. You could be typically, I've seen it 60%. Um, of whatever your LTV is, uh, some people are very aggressive. Initially, they they actually go ahead and say, "Hey, if I'm getting a dollar back, I'm going to spend a dollar." Meaning, initially, we're we're willing to take a margin cut, but then eventually, we're going to make up for it by by you know acquiring some really high volume cheap users. So there's also something that's that's part of this underneath all the data, Mahek, and that's also saying, you know, there are times in the app lifecycle where you really want to double down on user acquisition. You know, you're on your way up the charts, or it's a good time for your app. Um, any sort of exceptions to the rules that you want to discuss here? Because, I mean, saying user acquisition is lower than LTV, that works, but then there are times when maybe you want to possibly tweak that model. Absolutely. See, I think uh, there are multiple reasons to tweak that model. Uh, the first and foremost reason is um, just seasonality, right? Mm -hmm. If you're launching an app um, initially, when whenever you let's say you launch an app in this quarter, the the interesting thing about this quarter is that even though it's very expensive to get users, and I'm I'm sort of making a generic comment here, not specifically for gaming apps, but non-gaming apps as well, right? So Q4 is very very valuable for a music app or an entertainment app or, you know, like a shopping app, right? So if you have these apps, they really want to get as many users as possible in Q4 because one, your initial users that you acquire are very valuable. And two, because it's Q4, people are willing to spend more money uh, as compared to any other quarter. So your typical LTV equation is going to be skewed towards, um, you know, on the higher side in this quarter. So the first exception that you make is that if you have an idea of how your LTV is going to look like in initial days, just the first three weeks or three months of your launch, 
and you're willing to take that risk, then go ahead and take it, right? Mm -hmm. The second is uh, a couple of people make this exception because they have other business models that can actually subsidize the cost of mobile acquisition. So I was talking to Nordstrom, uh, which is a pretty big uh, high-end retail chain in the U.S., and uh, they really don't consider CPI to be less than LTV because they say that, hey, we've got all these offline marketing, we've got all these offline channels and we make such high margins on that, that initially if we want to dedicate a year to just get as many users as possible on mobile, we are willing to pay more upfront, right? So I think Mm -hmm. there are two reasons I've seen people typically tweak the cost and are willing to pay more upfront. One is uh, seasonality and reasons why your LTV could be higher. And second is if they have other business models subsidized with the cost in mobile. That's really interesting because then you're seeing a lot of brands say, you know, we just want to get people using the mobile app. Yes. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, uh, I mean, mobile, as you know, everyone thinks mobile is a big beast. No one really knows how to get in there. So a couple of these offline companies that I speak to all of them really want to just get into mobile uh, and, and whatever cost it takes, they're willing to pay it up front. And so, you know, once you do pay and you, you know, advertise and push your app out there, um, the, the hope is that you go viral. So with, in terms of apps, what is virality and what's the best way to measure that? Yeah, so um, I think, you know, everyone knows virality is um, is a, a way to really drive down your user acquisition costs, right? And uh, why is virality important is because you could just get free users, you know, you don't have to pay for any user, you could just uh, have viral mechanisms inbuilt within your game in such a way that every user that comes on board can actually just share that or feels, you know, he's actually incentivized in a way to just share that game or any feature of your game or your app with other friends. And that's one way to really control your CPI costs because, as you all know, CPI costs are really going up right now. You know, CPI year on year is increasing by 20 to 30 percent. And for a lot of small developers, this has not become this is not really a viable way to market your app. So typically, um, Right now, uh, I mean, just to give you an idea about what the CPIs are looking like, uh, last year, whenever I talked to developers, we were looking at $1 to $2 uh, of you know average CPI in the market. And now this year, we're looking at anywhere between 3 to $5. So it's not actually, wow. it's doubled in a lot mm-hmm. of segments, which is just flabbergasting because uh, just imagine you're paying five bucks to get a user on board. You don't even know whether you're going to be able to recover that money, but there's no, uh, there's no company that is out there, including Facebook, which is becoming really expensive for people to actually go and buy users for a cheaper price, which could be high quality. And not only high quality, but will, you know, will you retain them? Will they not just, you know, use the app a few times and then hit delete? So uh, we do have to take a quick break, uh, but we will get back. And uh, listeners, don't go anywhere. We're going to pick Mahek's brain just a little more before the show's over. So stay tuned. Mobile Presence will be back after we connect you to our sponsors. Thank you. 
Introducing Rumble, the smart mobile management system, the first end-to-end mobile platform where you can make real-time app modifications from a point-and-click dashboard. Want to change the design of your app? Point-click, and it's live in real-time. Want to change the ad map of your app? Point-click, and it's live in real-time. Want to change the content mix of your app? Point-click, and it's live in real-time. Power your mobile business with Rumble. Are you ready to rumble? Visit www.rumble.me. InternetMarketingNinjas.com is the online dojo of the highly trained and skilled Internet Marketing Ninjas. Disavow documents, reconsideration requests, Panda and Penguin penalties. Let our superior SEO ninjas confront all of your link-related issues. The Internet Marketing Ninjas are equipped to master any marketing exercise, content creation, authorship, link building, PPC, and more. Plus, build more buzz for your brand with our social media marketing strategy. Discover all that the Internet Marketing Ninjas can do for you. Visit the online dojo now at InternetMarketingNinjas.com. Looking for a better way to get more traffic and interaction to your Facebook page? Imagine Facebook interactivity on your page like you've never seen. Introducing your new Facebook marketing fix, so social the new and revolutionary way to easily manage and automate your facebook contest and sweepstakes create a fun easy to win contest by writing a simple facebook post watch your post go more viral and generate loads of interaction track your traffic and generate email lists with ease so social is mobile friendly and complies with facebook terms of service let so social give your facebook page some flash today zoom over to zosocial.com Mobilizing your marketing and engagement efforts. Welcome back to Mobile Presence, only on webmasterradio.fm. And we're back. Welcome back to Mobile Presence, presented by Skywire.com. I'm Shahab Zaghari. And I'm Peggy Ann Saltz with Mobile Groove. Mahek, uh, for the final segment, can we actually go back to LTV and, and how you track it? I think that's uh, a little bit uh, more pertinent uh, to, to close out the show with. Sure. Yeah, I think we talked about uh, you know why virality, why LTV is important, and I think uh, one of the most popular ways to calculate LTV is uh, to essentially find out uh, the lifetime value of a user and multiply it by average monetization that you're getting by you know for each user, and each of these is a pretty big term. So. Uh, in order to calculate uh, lifetime value for user, essentially what every developer does is they look at the initial you know, few days of retention data. So it's a standard retention curve, and you figure out that, hey, um, initially if I'm getting 600, you know, 6,000 users that are very active, then how is that number decaying over time? And then you project it just like a regular decay curve, and then based on that you, uh, you know, calculate a benchmark, which is which could be day one, day three, day seven, and day thirty. So by day thirty, if you have X amount of uh, you know active users, you use that data to calculate the lifetime of any single user that you have on board. So typically, people use two models to calculate the retention curve. One is the one eighty day model, and the other is three sixty day model. And I've really seen a lot of differences in what people prefer using. I mean, some people think that you know, 360 is too long and you are 
overpaying, right? So if you calculate the value of a user for 360 days, the CPIs that you use are going to be double compared, not not double, I would say about 20 to 30% higher than the 180-day return. So typically I've seen developers going the 180-day route because it's on the conservative side. But some aggressive developers who have a lot of money from their other games, they, they typically go with a 360-day return. So you calculate the lifetime of every user that's on your game and then you multiply it with the average monetization and typically if you look at average monetization and you're looking at you know let's say the last 30 days uh, we think that the initial data the older the data is the less useful it becomes so the, the term that people usually refer to is calling it's it's called the trailing arp2 which basically means that you give more weightage to the revenue that's more recent compared to the revenue that's earlier in in the in the user behavior so day one mm -hmm. when you're looking at day 30 metrics you don't look at day one you actually give more preference to day nine, 29 because if that's going down that's more indicative of what's going to happen in the future compared to how he behaved on day one so I don't want to go into a math course here with you, Mahek, but I mean, it is important to be clear about these numbers because that's the basis of your app business. So what happens to the organic users you got without advertising at all? I mean, they're usually supposed to be your, your, your circle of faithful um, app advocates. Don't they figure in anywhere here to be a little bit more weighted or something? It's a great question, Peggy. Um, Typically, we haven't seen many developers including virality in their LTV calculations, and it's 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 not the right way. Probably because it's it, tough, right? I mean, but it's it's, really it's important. Exactly, it's very important. But I haven't really seen many developers being able to successfully include virality within their LTV calculations. But I mean, this LTV calculation that I just talked about, it only gives weightage to revenue, which obviously is not the right way, right? If you have a user that gives you 10 other users, that user is worth 10 times more than any other user that you have. And you could pay whatever number you want for getting that user, but that user is not as valuable as a virality user. So, I mean, typically uh, what we've seen is virality is not included in, you know, these kind of, uh, you know, calculations. And, uh, you know, it if you do start including it, the dynamics between the LTV and CPI, it just completely changes because virality essentially represents cost-free growth, right? It, it basically reduces the effective price that's paid for each user in a marketing mm -hmm. campaign. Um, you, you could take the exact opposite approach and you could just use the K factor, which is the virality factor to augment LTV, meaning, uh, you know, you could just use it to increase your LTV, but it's not really appropriate because what we're doing here is we're saying LTV is usually used to describe revenue contributions instead of using it to uh, you know, really calculate the virality. So LTV is a separate metric. We're using it only for uh, just the revenue piece. And then virality, we can pick it up later for our next segment, right? Uh, and not use it for this one. Great. Well, hopefully uh, we can have you back for our next app show next month uh, to kind of continue these talks. It's always a pleasure having you on. Um, definitely. And, uh, you know, I want to thank all of our listeners for joining us for Mobile Presence presented by Skywire.com. 
Remember to check out our Facebook page, facebook.com slash mobile presence. And remember that new episodes of mobile presence air Wednesdays at 3 p.m. Eastern standard time. You can check out earlier episodes of our show by going to webmasterradio.fm or by finding our shows on iTunes, Stitcher, Zune, and iHeartRadio simply by searching Mobile Presence. And finally, you can stay connected by downloading the Webmaster Radio mobile app from the iTunes App Store or Google Play. You now know where to find the show. Mehek, how can they stay in touch with you? Yeah, you could uh, reach me on mehek.sharma, M-A-H-A-K dot S-H-A-R-M-A at inmobi.com. Or you could find me on Twitter on Mahak underscore Sharma 2012. Have a great holiday, guys. You too. And Peggy, how can we get a hold of you? Uh, everything's over at mobilegroove.com. And of course, uh, this is all included in Apponomics, the insider's guide to a billion dollar app business. The book, which I wrote in partnership with Inmobi, is free to download from the Inmobi website. So it's inmobi.com forward slash Apponomics. And other than that, uh, look for some companion posts over at uh, Mobile Groove and my regular column over at Forbes. Great. And you can get a hold of me on Twitter at Shahab Zagari. That's Z-A-R-G-A-R-I. Don't forget to check out Skywire and check out all the cool products we have. Thanks again for listening to Mobile Presence, your way to get the inside track on what you need to understand for all aspects of mobile marketing. And remember, every minute is mobile, so make every minute count. We'll see you next week. This has been a presentation of WebmasterRadio.fm, the world's largest business-to-business radio and podcast network. We welcome you to sample past episodes of this program, as well as our complete library of programs, on demand or on the air via our 24-7 live audio stream at www.WebmasterRadio.fm. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited.